just have a lightsaber so that way when you die of quicksand, at least it was cool. That is, yeah, it would be yeah. way cooler. Everything is cooler with a lightsaber. Hey everyone, welcome to Nickel Park. Uh, it's a couch guided safari through the wilderness of life, and I'm your tour guide, Luke. And I'm your tour guide, Joshua. And I've got deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> ben did a goof him up and forgot to hit record. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't. We don't need to get into that too deep. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I've already wished Ben a Happy Father's Day, but you know, it wasn't. It wasn't recorded. This was my opportunity to like. Uh, you know, to the one with the gopher that go for days. Hmm. Groundhog, Groundhog Day. day. <laughs> to Groundhog Day, I could have just said everything you guys were gonna say before you said it. That would have been missed good. that opportunity. Yeah, Ben, do that. Do that great joke about. So here, I, oh man, I come from a long line of fathers. And, yeah, almost uninterrupted. Was that mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yep. I think that's what it was. That's what you said. Yeah. Nice. Isn't that a good one, folks? Isn't that so good? It was funnier the first time for us. Yeah, but- maybe <sighs> you could edit in. No, I already deleted the thing. I was going to say you could edit in our previous laughter. Yeah, I see. You guys should have just made me redo the first two minutes of the podcast and just <laughs> reacted to what I thought I remembered you guys saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, man. All right. Well, let's pick up where we left off. Um, I have just sent Ben and Luke a troubling photo that was sent to me this past week, and I want their thoughts on it and uh, if they could describe it to you, the listener. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've already reacted, but it went something like this. Ah, no. Yeah. Uh, mine was similar. I forgot my reaction. You cried. Uh, did I cry? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, it's Cheeks not good. Are still moist. It's not good what we're what we're looking at here. Um, where do we start? Well, so let's start off with. I mean, you can't spell Dominic like that. You absolutely can't. <laughs> it is just a tra an absolute travesty. Oh yes. Okay. I wait. What were you? What did we? What were you talk? What part I, of the picture were you talking about? So, <laughs> uh, wow, we've confused everyone, including myself. <laughs> it's a screenshot of an image someone posted on Facebook, so their name is in the picture. Right. I was just looking at the picture. Ben commented on the name. Who's, yeah, I guess it's Dominic, but it's spelled Domo. Domo Nick. D O M O Nick. Domo Nick. Domo Nick. That can't be how you spell Dominic, right? Mm mm. It's Nick spelled N-I-C-K, not even like a fancy, like not N-I-C. Right. Anyway, the picture though. The yeah. picture. 
I have no problems with the picture. Okay. <laughs> you sociopath. Uh, well, all right. So it's, I don't know which half let's to just, start with. Let's just read it. From the top, it says it's a blue box that yep. everyone should be relatively familiar with because you see them in the grocery store. And the, the label says craft. Mm. Mm-hmm. Next, it says macaroni and cheese. Oh, boy. Yep. Everybody loves craft macaroni and cheese. Little, there's a takes- little macaroni noodle. And then there is a twist. A left turn. Because the- it does not say like extra scrumptious or super cheesy. It says gummies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then there's a clear, you know, part of the package so you mm-hmm. can see what's inside. So you can see what would normally be there. Normally you would see noodles there. Dry macaroni noodles. But instead you have nuclear waste yellow noodles. I mean, You have what look like mandarin oranges. Yeah. The color, I think they actually kind of got right, but it's the texture that mm-hmm. and the... You can just tell they're gummies. You can tell that they're squeezed up against each other and the front uh-huh. of this box in a way that is not satisfying. And then below that it says gummy candy. Right. To... I guess it needed to clarify that it was candy. So, which implies that it's sweet. Right. Like it's not, which mac and cheese is traditionally a savory dish. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm confused. What mm-hmm. is the flavor? Right. Is it gummy cheese? Because <sighs> I don't want it to be. <laughs> I don't want it to be gummy cheese, but I also don't want it to be sweet cheese. I don't think. Well, no. If it was sweet, you'd yeah. Surely they wouldn't go sweet and cheese. Yeah. So is it just like yeah? Is it just a sweet kind of gummy that made by craft? Yeah, in the shape of macaroni noodles. Right. But it's so great because it's in just a macaroni and cheese box. Like, yeah, the packaging looks identical. Identical. Yeah. Ben would probably eat one of these. Yes, listen, you love gummies. You listen, love mac and cheese. Listen, it is pretty horrifying to look at. I don't like it. I don't like looking at it. Um, I have only recently been converted to boxed mac and cheese uh, by my wife and the uh, uh, birth of my now 15-month-old son. Convenience uh, is king. So, mm-hmm. the, the thought... And I also... Like, I love gummies, and I love mac and cheese, but putting them together, ooh. So, I did a Google search to just look. At, I tried to get some more pictures. Mm-hmm. They don't look any better out of the box. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Big news. Everybody, breathe a sigh of relief. Okay. They are not supposed to, nor do they, taste like macaroni and cheese. Okay. Okay. That's okay. good to know. That is good. Yes. So then that begs the question, what then do they taste like? Are they just sweet gummies? I found a review. Okay. Yeah, they they do look troubling outside of the outside of the package cuz they're yeah, only I'm... they're not full noodles. They're flat on one side. Yeah, right. Well, cuz they had to they like made in a mold and they were right. too lazy to make it round on both sides. They're like those orange peanuts almost, like where they're flat on one side. What are they supposed oh. to taste like? Yeah, this guy doesn't give a... I'm, I'm looking at it. There's no taste. 
Oh, okay. It says tan fruity and tangerine mm. is how this man. Yeah, that's okay. what I see. Oh man, yeah. Here's another picture of them out of the box, and they don't look particularly good. No, they're all flattened. So uh, I've read now two reviews on these, and it does appear that they are mostly for uh, shock, shock and awe. They're sort of a shock trooper, um, just supposed to throw you off. And pe- people who are into the craft brand, like this, is a way to support the brand and also get a nice dessert treat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right, and maybe a chuckle from some friends. Yeah, so kind of fruity. Okay, all right. Well, that makes me, I guess, feel better. It definitely makes me feel better. Although they're kind of cowards. Yeah. Right? That they make it. If you're going to do it, do it. Right. If you if you believe in your brand strong enough and your product, just do it. Commit. Well, I hope you all would, uh, you know, enjoy seeing that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I got my first speeding ticket this week. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big bummer. Man, yep. you've gone a long time. I know. I've been pulled over. Uh, this is the third time I've been pulled over. First time I've gotten a ticket. Mm. Wow. Yep. I've been pulled over four times for a total of four tickets. <laughs> 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 a perfect record. Yep. Yeah. So I got to go to court, and it was for. It was you got to go home. to court. What were you doing? Well, I don't have to go to court, but I don't want to pay the 230 bucks or whatever. Were you not killed guilty? I don't know. I don't know. How does it work? Hey, well, if you, yeah. if you go to court and you they say, yeah, you were speeding or whatever you did, uh-huh. then you'll still pay it. Oh. oh well, then that's stupid. <laughs> you go to well, court to argue. Well, then I guess I'm paying the fee. Oh, yeah. you go to court to say you weren't speeding? Right. How are they going to argue? Why? What I else thought, would you you just show up and be like, yeah, I'm a bad boy. And they're like, well, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, that's what I literally, I thought it was like, you do your due diligence, you show up to court, and you don't pay your fee, I guess. I don't know. No, I think they sometimes will offer you, like, maybe alternatives, like you can go take a class. Uh, okay. That is true. doing it. Or mm-hmm. you can, sometimes they make you take a class anyway, uh, if you speed bad enough. I think sometimes if you show up to court, though, they'll they'll lessen it. That's what I'm hoping. I've heard that. I don't know. I need to look it up. Okay. If There's you show also- up to court, sometimes you get the judge will bring it down. If you've done, if you're doing like twenty over, if you're doing like five over and got. Yeah. Well, wait. What was your crime? Well, so here's the thing: the sheriff that pulled me over said that he doesn't. It was a fifty-five mile an hour road. He said he doesn't pull anyone over if they're going 70 or less. So I was going at least 70. Ooh. And on my ticket, it says 70. So, I, yeah, yeah, that's, I guess, okay. what I was doing. So you were you were going pretty good. Yeah, it was a bummer. I was on the phone with my dad when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wasn't paying attention to my speed because I was on the phone. And I was like, well, Dad, I got to go. I'm getting pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> oh gotta love that yeah so this isn't funny i just thought i'd let y'all know it's a little funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was trying to think of how many times i've been pulled over because it's pretty it's it's a decent number really but it's mostly not for speeding it's mostly for just like uh negligence 
Uh, like vehicle maintenance. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, not, not road, not... <laughs> like, yeah. you, you ran a small family off the road. No one was just... hurt, but you're really causing problems. <laughs> you drove through a cornfield, I think totally accidentally. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a funny joke, because Luke has driven through a cornfield accidentally. I didn't go through the... You didn't go field. through. You didn't make it all the way through the cornfield. You made it solidly into the cornfield. Wait, was this the ro- off-roading trip we did? Yeah, when Luke just drove off the road. <laughs> there was, off the there road. wasn't a cornfield there. There wasn't a cornfield. <laughs> right. It was a dead, dried-up cornfield. It was oh, uh, just the side of the road. It, it was fine. We made it. You guys were fully in a farmer's <laughs> field. <laughs> I- I wouldn't have believed it was an accident, except that you just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. This is how it went down from my perspective. We we were driving out to an off roading thing for with our off roading vehicles. I was in the passenger seat with Luke. Mm-hmm. I dropped like mayonnaise. mustard or something mayonnaise. Okay, for a sandwich. <laughs> Both of us went to go for it. <laughs> We both look up, and Luke's already a full vehicle, all four tires off the road, in a field, and uh, Luke just kind of goes, whoop, <laughs> hops back up onto the road and keeps going. We were going like we were 65? Going probably, yeah, I was going to say 55. We were, I mean, we were going, and just exited the road real quick, and <laughs> got back on, never even stopped. <laughs> So it bent. What was your experience? Well, I was behind a car behind you. I was behind a friend of ours in his Jeep. He sees you off the road and slams on his brake. I'm in a car that has one working brake pad out of all four. So I slam on the brakes and we start going like sideways. I almost hit Alec in his nice Jeep in my beat up Bronco. Uh, it was te- like it was terrifying. Yeah, and then you we... guys just act like you guys don't even stop and acknowledge it. You guys just get right back on the road and keep going. And we yeah, all we made like, it out the best. It smelled like brakes the rest of the drive. I don't. I don't even think y'all called or anything though. It was just we got to the destination, hopped out, and you're like, "So what was up with that?" Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't even say that much. I just remember be like, "Oops." <laughs> I think we may have looked over and laughed, and that was it. We made it. Uh, we'd assumed something had mechanically failed in your vehicle. That would make a lot more sense than the mayonnaise incident. <laughs> oh, man. We were just oh, getting no. the off-roading off. We were just kicking off the off-roading yeah. early. I do think <clears throat> if we were in like a Honda Civic, though, that would have been a very different story. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Because we went into a ditch. Yeah. Get yourself a Jeep, honestly. You know, mm-hmm. moral of the story: don't drive with mayonnaise, though. That's true. And if you have a Bronco, get. Oh man, I was talking with um one of get Eden's friends' boyfriends the other day, and he drives an old Bronco too. And apparently, his gas gauge is broken. Hold up, he. This is very important. He drives an old Bronco as well, or he drives an old an Bronco, old Bronco too. too. So he. Drives an old Bronco as well. Okay, good. Because if you knew someone who drove a Bronco 2, you'd have to not be friends with them. <laughs> What's a Bronco 2? Is that a... They're horrible. It's a different model. It, oh, okay, okay. It's 
the top doesn't even come off. What? What's the point? So it's not a Bronco. He may no. drive a Bronco too. I don't know. He said it was an old Bronco. <laughs> uh, anyway, but he said the gas meter like gauge is broken so he just has to like record his mileage as he drives because he knows about his miles per gallon yeah and just fills up whenever he's about there yeah Pretty so good. every 50 to 60 miles then didn't just, yours sorry go finish your thing i was just gonna say he just stops at every gas station he can't yeah, yeah he's not allowed to pass one <laughs> then didn't your gas tank have uh holes at the top so you it, could never fill it up it had some small holes near the top. He couldn't take turns too hard. <laughs> Don't uh, yeah, you didn't want to you didn't want to accelerate too fast or turn too hard and you definitely didn't want to fill it up past 3 quarters. <laughs> uh, because then it would just leak out the back. <laughs> and uh, other than that, it worked great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We never really considered that as a problem as the fire hazard problem that right. it was. No. We're just like, oh man, that sucks. You can't get as much gas. Gas right. in there. <laughs> I have to stop a little also, sooner. A huge explosion risk. <laughs> if I had stopped to consider all the those risks, that would have been pretty... Demo- like, I wouldn't have been able to drive it. Right. Right, yeah. If you considered every risk with that car, you would... Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could see the road through a good chunk of the floor panels, too, <laughs> but I didn't really think about that. The carpet covered up most of that. <laughs> you just had to know where to step. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great car. It was it a great was. car. And you didn't want to look at the block lifts underneath, too, because that skeeves you right out. Yeah, that was that was bad. Stock... It was on stock uh, shocks. Stock, uh, what's it called? Leaf springs. Yeah, stock leaf springs and just a, just six-inch blocks <laughs> underneath the leaf springs that the axle sat under. Yep. Were they just cinder blocks? They just went yeah, who knows? four cinder blocks I think one there? was a brick. <laughs> <laughs> one was a brick, one was a two-by-six, and... Uh, it was something else. It overheated all just all the time. Good times. I don't think we helped anyone with anything in the last 20 minutes. That's fun. Wait, do we help anyone in the first part of the podcast? Yeah, we're not here to help yet. Yeah, you uh, suck it. We can go do <laughs> ads, though. That helps. <laughs> helps us. Hey folks, welcome to the ad booth. This is the booth where we do ads for money. As always, we go big and then we go home. For our go big this week, we are sponsored by Chobani. Chobani, uh, I'm sure you've heard of them, is a company that makes yogurts and uh, milks and milk alternatives. And that third category is the one we're going to be talking about today. They They are unveiling a brand new line of alternative, alternative milks. Um... You know your typical, you got your almond, you got your soy, coconut, oat, that kind of stuff. Well, Chobani is uh, pushing the envelope, am I saying that right, mm-hmm. uh, of what makes a milk milk. And uh, so we're going to talk about some of those, some of the uh, experiences of drinking it. I got like a little, almost like a flight of milks. It was really cute. Oh, yeah. It came in like six little cartons. Um, 
so yeah, I, I was going to talk about kind of some of my favorites and um, see and ask you what you guys uh, thought about it. Okay, yeah. Uh, right off the bat, for me, grass was a was a big one. Grass milk. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, had it. Yeah, and that that was really good. Uh, it actually that is, this is kind of a go home ad too because they actually got it, I believe, from Kentucky. It's Kentucky bluegrass milk. Bluegrass milk. Yep. Um, it's really, really good. It does retain some of its green. So you've got that, uh, not chloroform. What's the, the green thing in plants? Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of that in there. Great. Just so much nutritional value. Um, earthy. Uh, yeah, it's got, you know, it's great. I made a, a, a latte out of it the other day with my, uh, coffee. And it was really, really good. Just a little extra bitterness to the coffee. Oh, I I just thought of this. You know who would like some uh, grass milk? Cows? Freaking cows, dude. Yeah. They drink milk? They eat grass? Yeah, they don't drink milk, but, you know. What do you mean they don't drink milk? Babies. The babies do. I guess babies do. Yeah. All babies do. Wait. Okay. So, here's my question, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Is is cow milk? Is cow milk grass milk? Ooh, because the Ooh. cows processed gas, grass milk. Yeah, this yeah. is this is farm to table. If you get a grass fed cow, that's just grass milk. What about horse milk? Is that grass milk? Hmm. Um, hmm. Everything's a salad. Everything's a salad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how all that how all that <laughs> shakes out. So the one that I uh one of the ones I liked is uh Osage orange milk. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've for a long time we had a bunch of Orsa- Ors- Osage orange trees on our property growing up out in Crestwood and there's like just that white sticky juice comes out of it and you think this is nasty and sticky but Maybe it's Maybe. okay to yeah. drink. And I guess they've done it. I guess Chobani's figured out a way to make it not sticky and good. Because, uh, I mean, and the bottle looks good. Like, they made it look pretty good. They did the, mm. like, sliced open Osage orange. Oh. It looks, yeah, mm. it's it's a it's a good presentation. Got good flavor. A little sour, but. Mm-hmm. Yep. Overall, pretty good. Nice. Is it? Is that the carton that had like the wrinkly brain look on the outside of the carton? Yeah. Like the. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Very cool. I was I was a big fan of the uh, maple milk, which is made from maple trees. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's it's got that syrupy flavor a little, but it's also just got you know some some quality hardwood. Mm-hmm. Um, vibes to it and it goes great in the morning with a hearty breakfast of like pancakes and um wood chips Mm, a bowl of wood chips yeah wood chip cereal okay that does sound good so it's It's not maple syrup no 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 it's made from they it's made from just chunks of maple tree which of course has syrup in it but you know it's not straight up gotcha from the syrup Okay, okay, no, I'm tracking. <clears throat> um, tooth milk, that one I thought was a little interesting. Um, they just kind of take, like, discarded teeth. <laughs> sorry, Luke, did you uh, choke on did some you... tooth milk? Sorry, dude. 
That is the grossest thing I've ever imagined in my life. That can't no, be true. Yeah. We'll dig into that later. Go ahead. You saw Josh. mac and you saw mac and cheese gummies earlier. Yeah, no, it um it it's not what you think. It's they they grind up teeth, discarded teeth, and they soak it in like water and it is what it, I the, think. And the milky <laughs> there's a milky substance that is and they discard the teeth. They discard the teeth, Luke. It's just the liquid that you're left with. It's not like Stop you're drinking. explaining it. It's not like you're drinking teeth, Luke. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that so much. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess that one wasn't a hit for you then. Hmm. Oh, my God. I thought it was good. Good High in calcium. <laughs> it's good for your teeth, ironically. Ooh, uh, bacon milk. Do you guys like the bacon milk? Oh, my gosh, yes. How bacon milk not? is good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just the it, way that they made it. Uh, and the way that it tastes, oh, just genius! Mm. I love mm-hmm. it. It's it's incredibly tasty. Scotch milk was interesting. Mm-hmm. Like milk from Scottish people? N- no, from like Scotch I've had that whiskey. Sorry. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I didn't read up on how it's done but it kind of soothes the uh you know the burnt ash kind of flavor that scotch has kind of lowers that a bit with the with the milky cream well cool that's uh that's chobani and all the cool milks out there for anyone that's uh, lactose intolerant or uh allergic to some of the other ones you can try these new ones um you can check that out at chobani forward slash got milk questionmark.com and uh, that'll get you where you need to go whale milk that one was good they call those they call them they call the females cows so it actually was just cow's milk all right i don't know do they really they call something something in the sea they call them a cow the manatees is a sea cow well that's a sea cow but no i thought baby whales are called calves See, I think female whale cow? Question mark? (laughs) Amit? Why do we refer to mother whales as cows when they aren't? (laughs) Excellent question. Is there a quick answer? Yeah, uh, the term cow is used for females of many large mammals. Many of them are even-toed undulates. Cattle, whales, elephants, hippos, giraffes. Whales are even-toed? I didn't know that. Even-toed undulates. They don't have toes. That's... Ah, wait, what? <laughs> but it's an even amount. Yeah, yeah, zero. Zero. So all fish are. I don't know what an undulate is. Maybe it mil- maybe it mean a milk-a-maker. Well. Mm-hmm. Then wouldn't mm-hmm. humans be as well? Yeah, we're even-toed un- undulates. I mean, we're we even toed. I think we're and we odd toed, five on each side. Yeah, is it total mm. or? Hold on, let me oh, Google. It's probably each side. Odd toed un un un. Ben's just stalling because he has no idea what to talk about for the next ad. Mm. This would be a good. Uh, you could throw this at the beginning. Horses. Oh, true, yeah. It is per foot. Okay, so yeah, we're odd toed per foot. Odd toed undulates. 
The order includes about 17 species divided into three families. Uh, Equidae, which are horses, asses, and zebras. Mm-hmm. Nice. Rhinoceratidae. That's just want, a lazy hold on, one. Let me, let me guess what those are. <laughs> Rhinoceratidae. Uh, Rhinoceratidae, which is, you guessed it, it's hippos. And Taparidae, tapirs. Tapirs? Love those guys. That's just lazy laziness. They got three toes. Yeah. Whoever said science is hard lied. I could yeah. definitely have come up with those names. Humana today. Just add today to everything. To yeah. Today. Ben, you had an ad for us? Yes. So after we go big, we like to move on to the problem solving portion of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I kid, Coog. This week we are sponsored by a small shop in Port Angeles, Washington. It is Coog's budget cassette tapes and CDs. Hmm. Okay. Coog's budget tapes and CDs. I like to throw in cassettes so that you know this is not. We're not talking about DVDs, right? And we're not talking about tape like. Like VHS tapes, we're talking about cassette tapes and CDs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and it's budget, budget, budget. So there's probably tapes another store CDs. across town that's much more expensive. Surely there's a more expensive place, right? But Coog is going to hook you up with the best budget options: some used stuff, mm-hmm. some pre-owned, a mm-hmm. little bit of thriftiness. But Coog doesn't sell bad stuff. He's got he's got the customer in mind. He's always looking out for you, and he has got what you want. You want Desperado, the Eagles' second album from 1973? He's probably got it. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Do you think? Uh, do you think he's got uh, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd? I bet. Certainly. Did it, Did it come out on a tape or a CD? I would surely think so. He's probably got it. Coog's been around since, I think, 81, and he knows a lot about tapes and a lot about CDs. He runs a tight ship. He runs a cool store. It's full of old, cool, music-related paraphernalia, so you got to go in there and check it out. It's like antique shopping, but for cool stuff. I would like to go. Uh, as a kid, I owned one cassette tape uh, to my name, and it had a few songs about farm animals on it. Oh, that's cute. And I... I've, I, I would like to find that for nostalgic purposes. Do you know the name of it? No. Hmm. <laughs> All right. But I I think I remember the what it looked like. It had a little, I think it was like white and it had a sticker on it that I think I would recognize. Coog's got an almost encyclopedic knowledge of cassette tapes. So I would, right. I would check with him. I yeah, bet I bet if I started describing about. it, he would. I'm a, I'm gonna message him see if he has the complete uh, Adventures in Odyssey in cassette. Ooh. Gotta, mm. gotta collector's edition. If you need an old tape player, he's got those. If you need an old CD player, he's got those. So stop on by. If you go in and tell him that Nickel Park sent you, he'll say who. Uh, just tell him again. Say it was Nickel Park, the podcast. He'll probably remember us. And uh, and he he said. He gave us an over-the-phone assurance he'd give 10% off to any of our listeners who went and checked out Coogs. Yeah, he's in, 
encyclopedic in uh, cassettes and CDs, not so much in podcast names. Yeah, no. Welcome to Unconventional Solutions. Uh, get ready to be uh, in, endowed with knowledge. Is that is that the mm. right way? <laughs> bestowed bestowed. With wisdom. Get ready for wisdom to be bestowed upon thee. I want to be well endowed with wisdom. Okay. Then that's what we're going to make happen. I want people to look at my wisdom and say, dang, that man, he's got it. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. All right. So if you too are interested in I want morning that, wisdom. <laughs> All right. I'm done. I've got it. I'm done. I like that's that's really good. Um, it's time for unconventional solutions. Um, we're gonna bring up a problem that lots of people have, and we're gonna solve it for you in a way you've probably never thought of. Our problem today is quicksand. Mm. Um, it happens all the time, probably. Uh, I see it in a ton of movies. Haven't personally fallen victim to it, but, um, it's a killer, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's dangerous. And the more people we can help, the better. So let's get going. Boom. Blowtorch. Always pack a blowtorch with you. Hmm. You get stuck in quicksand. You torch it up. What's going to happen? It slows way down. It makes glass. Uh, And ah. then you just Hulk smash your way out of there. That would be satisfying. Mm -hmm. That is pretty good. Thank you. Because they don't have quick glass. You're not going to move through it. Plus, on the plus side, isn't quicksand like kind of wet, like a little wet? Is that what's Mm -hmm. up with quicksand? I think so. Yeah. It's uh it's a um uh there's a name a term for it. It's like a solid yep. if you hit it hard enough, you know? A Oh, um, wait, yes. Non-Newtonian fluid. Yep. Uh so yeah, you walk on it and you're like, "Ah, oh, it's it's firm." Psych. Look, 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 look. Yeah, it's activated by movement. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh you could always travel with Carrie's. Mm-hmm. Am I saying I was I'm never sure if I'm pronouncing his right name, his last name right or not. Yeah, I mean it's just a guess every time. Carrie's uh, is that Princess Bride? Princess guy? Bride, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. he seems to be a pro uh, at escaping sand, lightning sand. Yeah, which is some would say even faster than quicksand. Yep. Uh, so if you just always got him with you, then uh, so maybe dress as a princess, call yourself Buttercup. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you won't have to worry about quicksand ever. Or dress in all black and wear a mask. Ooh, Quicksand be scared then, of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've heard the tales. I'm sure Quicksand has seen the movie. Like, I can't get this guy. That's, that's the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> can't get him. Mm, okay, fake legs. Mm, mm-hmm. Quicksand tries to get you, but what's that? Your legs aren't real legs. They're extra big and thick. And your real legs just slip right out of those. You fake got your legs. tearaway legs. Yep, I do like that. You've got a fake 
set of legs outside of your legs that you can slip off at any time. It's basically pants. <laughs> right. Mm. <laughs> but I they see. look like legs. <laughs> yeah, like hard pants. We've done that before. We've done we've done hard pants before. Um just but they this no why would we need more than one solution? Like we could double up on solutions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm just just stating that we've done it before. Nothing. Yeah. Not saying we can't. You need a a suit of armor that you can slip out of as soon as the quicksand grabs you. Yeah. Well, that could go well with what I was going to suggest next, which is ejector shoes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Just blast you right out of your shoes, you know. That could probably get you, if you're only like knee deep or whatever, it's probably got enough pop to get you out of there. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you've got the power of explosion, controlled explosion, Mm -hmm. why not put it on the bottom of your shoe so you can hang on to your shoe? Mm, impossible. Mm, yeah, I don't know if science has allowed for that yeah, yet. Okay. You clearly have never been in quicksand, Josh. <laughs> oh, you're right. Dang it. You're going to want the pants too because if you uh, try to keep, if you uh, try to go in with bare legs and the ejectors in your shoes, it's basically like 40 grit sandpaper on the way out. Yeah. Skin is going to be yeah. um, baby fresh when you get out of there. You can have ejector pants too. Mm. Just mm, shoot okay. you, just shoot you right out of your whole bottom side. <laughs> or they just like inflate with a cushion of air around your legs, and that way you can easily oh, just yeah. climb out of them. And then you'll float. Quicksand can't get you if you float. True. All right, but let's just say you want to avoid all of this and the expense. Snowshoes. Yeah, thought about it. Just wear those everywhere, and then mm-hmm. you'll never get got by snow or sand or ice. You're impervious. Anything that you might normally sink into. You are all terrain. Yeah, you just walk around and scream, try and stop me. Nature? You could, uh, so you got me thinking about foot coverings. Uh, camels are uh, famous for having very wide feet. So that they don't mm. sink into sand. So you could just ride a camel everywhere. Mm-hmm. Get camel-shaped yeah. shoes. People are going in for like wide toe box shoes these days. Because it's supposed to be better for your ergonomics. Mm-hmm. Your, which, I mean, my feet have been smashed into shoes since I was, you know, whenever <laughs> I first put on shoes. And I'm not going to change that. But some people might be into just like super wide shoes. <clears throat> I I don't like wide shoes. I don't like how they look on my feet. Yeah, stylistically they aren't it's not as great. good. Right. Crocs Crocs have a pretty wide toe box. They do. And they're stylish, so never mind. We right. found <laughs> the anomaly. Lightsabers. Uh but not the real ones. I'm talking about the plastic ones. And you they are strapped to the backs of your legs and they shoot out telescoping style. Until basically they're like, uh, like um, you know, the things that the clowns wear with the long legs. Boy, stilts. today is rough. <laughs> Sunday afternoons stilts. are not meant for recording. Thank you, stilts. <laughs> stilts. But they're collapsible. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, it's like a, it's like a less expensive ejector shoes option. Okay. So you've got the lightsabers strapped to the, strapped to the backs of your calves. 
and then a quicksand starts to get you and you eject them, but maybe they're like 20 feet long. And then okay. you just tilt so your does, way across. Is there a bottom to quicksand? Like, yeah, how truly? Like, when you're, are you hoping within 20 feet you hit bedrock? And yep. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm hoping you hit the bottom of the wet sand, you know. <laughs> but not, but they would, would they, if you put weight, would they just not telescope back together? Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. All right, hold we on. Let almost me workshop never this. shoot down anyone's ideas, but we jumped on that one so hard. <laughs> Son is. It's not only unconventional; it's dumb. <laughs> let me take it back to the workshop. <laughs> Come back let me, when you. Th- <laughs> let me bust out the power tools. I'll, I'll hold on. I'll get something. <laughs> You said lightsaber, and I thought you were going like in a sarlacc pit direction. I don't know where I don't know where you were going with it, but just have a lightsaber so that way when you die of quicksand, at least it was cool. That is, yeah, it would be yeah. way cooler. Everything is cooler with a lightsaber. Or get if, if we're going Star Wars, get yourself a Bubba Fett grappling hook uh-huh. mm. off your mm-hmm. bracer that you're of course wearing. Right, you nerd. Or maybe or a jetpack. Yeah, or I was gonna say what that little chair that uh, Baby Yoda floats around in just Ooh. never come in contact with the sand at all. There you go. That's pretty good. Hover wheelchair. Yeah, it'd probably just be a hover chair at that point. It probably wouldn't need wheels, would it? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> we have invented hovering technology, but we're gonna keep the wheels on there just in case it just in case, fails. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't want to like a, look like an idiot pushing your hover chair around, just scraping it on the ground. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. Well, then I stand by my original statement. Hmm. How wide is how wide is quick? So we have discussed. I don't know how deep quicksand is. How wide is quicksand? <laughs> and maybe I won't say the idea I'm thinking of. I think it depends on the pit. Yeah, I think it depends, but I think I want to hear your idea no matter what. <laughs> okay, so maybe, well, so they've got stuff for, for like, sand and for water. Have you seen those three-wheelers that you can ride on the water, the like, water bikes? Mm-hmm. No. With the big, uh, big inflatable wheels? Mm-hmm. Uh, you just get four of those. All right, go with me here. You get four of those, and you mount them to a large frame. Okay. And so, it's big, big frame, and the frame... Is like a car frame almost, but it's way up in the air. And then also there's like a harness tied to you and it's tied to the frame. So you can walk anywhere you want to, but you can't go down at all. Because <laughs> you, you got big monster tires on either side of you? Yeah, because like 40 feet out to either side of you <laughs> in the cardinal directions is all inflatable tires. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bin crane. It carries me everywhere. It's a personal, it's a personal crane. Yeah, just have a personal crane. <laughs> I haven't been indoors in months. <laughs> I can't. But I haven't gotten got by quicksand. That's true. There is there. That is the fear, right? That you would park it at home mm-hmm. and the walk from your front door, from the your yeah. personal crane to the front door, could be quicksand. Yeah. And then it would get you. Your one weakness. You can only do drive-throughs, man. 
Well, I don't think they're 40 feet wide. Yeah, or however tall you said. Yeah. Mm. Maybe you can swing around a little bit. You know, you can get you can get some momentum, and then you swing. Swing back. over to the swing to the window. Give him the credit card. Okay, I could see that. A giant Newton's cradle. <laughs> Monster Maybe you tires. can slide around on rails, and like you can move anywhere within the the square footage ah, that makes yeah. up this personal crane. I like okay. that. Okay. It takes a while though, because you gotta like move the harness around, so you gotta like slide it left, right, left, forward, like slide it in the channels. And you yep. have to be able to stop right in the middle if you need to go up or down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Big big snorkel. Long, big long snorkel. Oh, that's good. Okay. So even Give if you go it. down, yeah, yeah, just accept it. Mm-hmm. See what's see what's down there. There's probably a lot of treasures. Mm-hmm. You will need sand goggles as well. Yeah. Because it'll be it'd be hard to see down there. Do you think it's like? Uh... Like a bad current in the ocean. Do you think it's like a riptide where if you let it take you, eventually it'll push you out to the side of the quicksand and you can just swim mm. up? I do think so, yes. Like if you get stuck under a waterfall, like you're supposed yeah. to just relax and it'll eventually kick you out, spit you out. Right. It'll put you out somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a sand current way down in there. You might find friggin' Atlantis, dude. I think that might be the way to get there. That is true. Sand Maybe tunnel. no one's ever died to... Quicksand. They've all just been taken to Atlantis and have decided not to come yeah. back. <laughs> they just become new members. What's the membership process like in Atlantis? Uh, you <laughs> got to uh, you got to be able to swim pretty good, I bet. Yeah, and uh, you've got to register. You've got to take the exam. Obviously, uh, you got to you know brush up on your Atlantean history. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's it. Pass the exam and swim good. You have to have seen the historical documentary Atlantis. Well, I think that was helpful. I agree. I feel helped. All right, good. I feel prepared next time I come across some quicksand. And a little gassy. Well, folks, this has been Nickel Park. We hope you learned something today. Because uh, we sure as heck didn't. Uh, if you want, you can reach out to us at nickelparktours at gmail.com or uh, Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Uh, thanks to AMF for having us on the network. Thanks to Sons of Circus for our theme song, Jake Byron for our ad song. And to you, the listener, please tell somebody about the show. We appreciate it. And until next time, I have been Luke. I have been and still am, Joshua. I have been. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.